Hi everyone, welcome to Mindset Manifestation with me, Christina Medina, where we uncover the magic within. I am holding space here for your inner work, your transformation, and the release of anything that stops you from receiving the abundance that exists within you and all around you. For those newbies, a deepest heartfelt welcome. I'm so happy you're here and that I get to be a part of your journey. Before we jump in, let's take a moment to align with our breath, breathing in love and light, and breathing out anything blocking you from receiving. Taking this time to connect to your inner guide, connect to this podcast message, and align with the highest vibrational energies. Now let's get started. Hello, M2Mers. Okay, so I want to jump in. I'm super excited. I'm going to be sharing um, what is called an honest conversation. It's not an interview that I did. I was actually the person being interviewed in like air quotation marks because um, this this interview is actually more termed honest conversation. And it was with Christina Manlachiani. She's the co-founder of Mind Valley. And she has these honest conversations with people where she just speaks to them um, and speaks with them on certain subject matter. And this conversation is done via Zoom through or with all of the 60 up to 60,000 Mind Valley members. So I'm really excited to share this with you because it's something that I've wanted for such a long time. And um, it's funny because the week before I got the invitation, I was literally in my pl- in the Pilates studio here at Manhattan Square doing Pilates, you know, just listening to some podcasts and things like that. And I remember thinking, you know what, I'd really love to get, you know, interviewed or do something with Mind Valley. And then out of nowhere, my publicist, Natasha, um, Natasha, she reached out to me with this opportunity to have this honest conversation with Christina. So I was obviously thrilled because I was going to be speaking to such a like large membership. Um, like I said, 60,000 members involved in Mind Valley online. And so it would be, it was such a great opportunity to talk about this stuff and get Q&A with people who are like-minded, people that are interested in things like uh, mindset, like energetics, um, new thought, um, just like uh, brain power and even manifestation. So I was really excited to be um, online with uh, with all of these people. And uh, that was really exciting, okay? But the f- part that I especially love is the fact that I... Um, was literally a week before I sent out my heart's desire to the universe that I wanted to bring something like this um, interview with Mind Valley. I wanted to bring this into my life. And then right away, the underworkings, you guys know I like to call it the underworkings, the people, places, and things that have to get involved and get on board to help you co-create the opportunity you want. 
and um and and literally they brought it into my life life within like a week so um i want to share this interview with you i'm going to stop talking so we can jump on um the call is about an hour long so it is a long interview um and i will be releasing this in two episodes so enjoy sending you so much love not from new york but from isla hobach in mexico Hello, everyone. Welcome to my Honest Conversations. And I'm really glad to see that people are joining so quickly. Sometimes you need a few minutes for people to start joining, but now I can see that a lot of people are joining now. So welcome. I'm Christina Mandlachiani, co-founder of Mind Valley, And I would really like you guys to uh, make some noise in the chat. Uh, I don't have a very good eyesight. Those who have been to my conversations <laughs> know that every time I read, I come very close to the screen. <laughs> but you can still write. You can write where you're... Uh, listening in from that's always uh, very good to to hear and I believe if you're answering my question you will you you'll probably can hear me and see me well oh cool New York I could see Bolivia um, Las Vegas San Francisco amazing uh, as usual our geography is absolutely all around the world so welcome everyone it's nice to see you guys I have a feeling that I've just seen you recently because we just had this massive event over the weekend and we had not even thousands of people, but tens of thousands of people online simultaneously for three days. And it was so incredible. So I'm glad to see you guys again. Hope some of you have been there as well. And uh, today we're going to have a very interesting conversation. Yeah, people are still coming in and re replying where you guys are from, UK, Indonesia. Oh, Indonesia is almost my old home, <laughs> Bombay, Oregon. Cool. Uh, thank you, guys. So today I have uh, a really cool guest. And uh, I think the first thing that I like about my guest is that we share a name. It's always so nice. <laughs> but uh, of course, the topic is also super interesting. So my guest today is Christina Medina. Uh, welcome. Welcome, Christina. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. I always found that the Christinas with the K were just so much more exotic to me. <laughs> In the CH, so I'm very pleased to to be here. Well, you see, for me, uh, it uh, I was in my mid twenties when I realized that the regular spelling of Christina is actually with uh, not with a K but CH. <laughs> and, uh, until then, I didn't know that was actually the, the rule. Right. So I I wouldn't consider myself exotic. Um, <laughs> But you you come from one of my favorite, absolute favorite cities in the world, at least you're calling in right now from there. So yes. that's, that, that's what makes you exotic for me. So Christina <laughs> is right now in New York City. And we're going to talk about manifestation. But first, I'll read out Christina's uh, bio. I'll read out so that I don't mess it up. <laughs> Christina is a certified life coach, Reiki practitioner, yoga instructor, money, money manifester, who helps women learn to really fall in love with themselves, step into their full on feminine power take control over the creation of their reality and manifest a true dream life so obviously we're going to talk about manifestation obviously uh, and it's a very interesting topic for so many reasons one one of the reasons is because it's it sounds like if you learn this art it's like having your personal wishing well somewhere in the corner of your apartment where you just come and wish whatever you like and you and you get it on the other hand it is also the topic that has um, been massively popularized um, like let's say about 20 years ago 
ago. And of course, there's a lot of talk about that. And some of the talk is really worth listening. A lot of the talk is so confusing and you don't know really what to think about that. So I think the topic is interesting because it is something we want and also something that um, it would be nice to have a, an honest chat about that. <laughs> so honest yeah. conversation. And I've been talking enough right now. So just to warm up, I'm going to ask Christina to maybe tell uh, very casually why why such a topic, why manifestation, and uh, how did you come to that? And are you a witch? Be honest. <laughs> okay, so um, manifestation for me, okay, like many, it began with finding out or finding this movie called uh, The Secret. So everybody seems to know that movie. Uh, that was in 2005 when a friend gave me like a burned copy on, on a CD and things started changing for me. I was then living in Missouri and I was studying art and I was married at that time. And I basically told my husband, let's move to New York. Like we want to do this, let's make this happen. And so that was where we kind of tried to apply these techniques, you know, like visualization, which I've always been very much into um and using affirmation and journaling and stuff like that and and i do feel like the secret was pretty great in introducing people to the broad perspective of manifestation however i feel like it's always it's interesting because it it always seems so elusive like it's it's a mystery you're trying to solve and what i help people understand is that it's not so elusive it's pretty straightforward in my opinion. And um, I want them to do just what I did, which was to create a life that was just completely different from what I initially thought I would be manifesting, like bringing into my life. It was far beyond that because I was then learning to tap into like my inner guide. And I learned about co-creating with my inner guide and the universe and just about healing. Healing is a big part of it because along with, you know, manifestation is like understanding that your thoughts create things. We've heard all of these things so frequently that it's, it's almost a little numbing to us. Like we try to mm. implement these practices and you see um, courses and things like that on how to manifest a thousand dollars or a new car and stuff like that. And I just feel like I, I honestly think those people have the best intentions. I think they're trying to pull people in to understanding that healing and connecting with their inner guide and changing their kind of mental program that was that is limited. Um, it's all there to kind of entice them and bring them into that. But I feel like we can we can now work from a place of just understanding this as a concept that healing the mental program, the stuff that we kind of accumulate in our earlier years, it kind of shapes our lens, the way we see the world um, and the feelings we get from that perspective or that perception, and then start to create a life like from there with that healing combined, combined with that healing. Does that make sense? Like it's, I'm probably making it sound more complicated, but really it's about healing the mental program, healing the thoughts that tell you that you're not good enough. You're not deserving that it has to be difficult. And you have to do like all these steps in order to bring something into your life. 
Mm -hmm. So uh, for people who have joined us, uh, I know that Christina has her own model that uh, we'll probably talk about that a little later. Uh, and uh, But I first want to ask a few questions which are maybe not part of your regular teaching. So sure. just, just bear with me and have some patience. Uh, guys, just, just for those who do attend this kind of calls regularly, uh, you still can leave your, uh, you, not you still, you, you always can leave your questions for uh, my guests here in the Q&A section, which is down, um, down in the lower bar. Uh, unfortunately, today we have a little bit of a technical glitch, so I'll have to read your questions, but you are still welcome to leave your questions and, um, and other people can vote the questions up and down. So uh, it will be a little bit like during the summit, I will read the question. I won't bring you up today, just today. It's just a little technical glitch, but do leave your questions. Also another logistical thing, uh, do use the chat to share your emotions. And by emotions, I mean emojis. Uh, I am not very good at reading long texts while I'm listening, but we're all very good at noticing. So if you resonate with something, leave, leave a heart or a, or a fire or anything that, that feels appropriate at that time, because it's really helpful to see some feedback while you're talking. So back to you, Christina, I want to ask, um, you know, a little bit unfair question, because uh, as an ambitious person, and uh, I call myself um, uh, well, I, I used to be a perfectionist and obviously people who are ambitious and perfectionists to a degree, they uh, get the whole idea of setting the, of understanding, first understanding what you want, setting the goal, going for the goal, having the grit, having some certain level of uh, maybe confidence to go for that. So what is manifestation about? Is it because theoretically I could work hard on my goals and by the end of the life say, look, I manifested everything. But the truth is that I've put a lot of hard work, sweat and blood into that. So how what's the difference between actually being just persistent with being clear on what you want and persistent with what you want versus uh, well the manifestation maybe with a magical uh, twist to it or the as I asked are you a witch you know I'm a little joking but a little uh, honest I mean a little um, serious as well <laughs> so what's what's the difference between that okay so I think there's a little bit of similarity in that because I think that part of what I teach is that you need to have an understanding of kind of like your life's purpose, your life's mission. So that's one of the, the subjects that we've talked about was writing like a life's purpose or life's mission statement, just like a business. So it's like you have an understanding of this is who I am in this lifetime. And I believe that we define who we are in this lifetime. I don't let other people tell me who I am. I believe that we choose who we want to be in this life. That is our choice. And just like you're saying with goals, I do believe that goals are a good thing. I'm also a very ambitious person. And I like to have an idea of what I want to bring into my life. Um, however, I think the big key with manifestation versus just goal setting, the difference is that you detach from the outcome. Like, for example, you want to, for me, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to become a sales director, like on a, a top development in New York City, which was, you know, I'm also a business person too. I'm not just a manifestation coach. <laughs> and so I had all of these goals related to that. But I also knew that through my manifestation coaching and all of the years I put into this kind of more spiritual aspect of it was that I, if I allowed it to happen, 
I could release the kind of control freak in me. I mean, I'm a New Yorker. There's a level of that like <laughs> ambition and wanting everything to be a certain way. And also that addiction to perfectionism, so much a part of who I am um, and a lot of healing with that. But yes, I mean, you, you need those goals, but you also need to be, you need to have faith and understand that whatever it is I want, I let go of that attachment to the way it's going to look, the shape and form of it, and know that my human mind cannot create what like my inner guide and the universe can create together. Like there's such a higher aspect of creation that is beyond the, the limited perception of my mind. So I think that's the difference between goal setting and manifestation. Manifestation is is you realize like you've got to have a direction you want to move the energy in like that's mm -hmm. important otherwise you're just kind of like stagnant energy again but you need to you need to have like an intention of where that energy will go but yet be open to and believe that it will be bigger and better than what you initially anticipated so i'll just want to leave this with you real quick a mantra that helped me get through a lot of difficulty when I got into real estate and real estate development in New York City was um, bigger and better and bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know they're coming. And that has been my signature mantra all the time. There were moments when I was crying in the shower, when I was going through such a difficult time, but I would tell myself that mantra, like as I was crying in the shower, because I was waking up that part of me that had faith that there was something bigger and better for me. And whatever it was I was going through in that moment, I needed it to prepare me for that bigger and better thing. So it was like, yes, I'll say the mantra again, bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but I know they're coming. And that's the having faith and knowing that there's a bigger force involved in all of this. We don't need to know exactly how the outcome will happen, but we know that we're moving our energy in that direction. And that if we allow it, it can be so much bigger than what we anticipated. Mm. You know, as you were talking, I remembered, uh, I, I don't remember the movie that I was watching, but there was this funny character who would uh, always uh, say, oh, I think it was something, it's an older movie, I, I, I was catching up on some pop culture from, yeah. from my Soviet days, <laughs> <laughs> and there was this character who would always, uh, always say everything will be okay, and, and uh, he was asked how, he's like, I don't know, it's a mystery, I really love this quote, I don't remember the movie, I don't remember the character, but I love the quote, I really don't know, it's a mystery, but uh, the question here is, so, uh, I am one of the more uh, skeptical people. Well, coming, uh, having been born and raised in the Soviet Union, uh, I'm very logical minded. And I understand that goal setting and, and the grit and the persistence are actually from the realm of logic. When what you're talking about, the, the faith that uh, universe will uh, unfold it for you and even better and bigger than what you have imagined. This is the, I, I feel like it's the opposite side of the spectrum. So how do you, <laughs> how do you choose which way to go to just uh, switch on your perfectionist and keep going or switch on your uh, hamster's wheel and, and, and yeah. or, or do you, do you become a surfer and just wait for that wave and, and, and hope that it's, it's coming or is it something that you actually do both? 
Well, okay. So yeah, I think it's actually doing both because like I said, you've got to have an intention for where you want to move that energy, that goal, but it's, it's detaching from like, you're going to put in this effort to try to get it to this direction, but that addiction to perfectionism, I've got things that I think about the addiction to perfectionism because I've dealt with it myself and I'm, it's a lifelong journey, but that addiction to perfectionism is afraid of not being deserving. Like you don't deserve, do I deserve to have what it is I want? And do I only deserve to have it if it's perfect or if I'm perfect or I'm doing everything that's right. And if I make a mistake or have a fear to make a choice, because maybe it will be the wrong choice. Um, then maybe I'm not going to do anything because then I'm afraid to like move forward, you know? So I don't think that, you know, it's surfing and it's, it's waiting for the right thing. It's kind of like a combination of everything. Like I said, you know, I have goals. I have goals, 10 goals that I write every day. You know, I made like a, it's kind of like a vision board PDF. It's 10 pages. And I've got a picture of this that symbolizes the goal. And I write those goals every day because I have intentions for what I want to accomplish, like in this year's time or something like that. So I'm not without those um, goals and that intention, like this year I intend to do this, you know, and I'll, I'll take the steps and move it in the right direction. But I also take the time to meditate and do breath work. And I take the time to sit alone and to connect with like my inner voice, because I feel like ever since childhood, I didn't even know that this is what I was doing, you know, and, and I think maybe as children, we might be tapped into things a little bit more, but when I had a difficult question that I needed an answer to, I was confused. I was very indecisive because I was so afraid of making the wrong choice and then being a bad kid, you know? So I would go in my room and get quiet and I would allow myself to think about this thing, you know, like as people say, meditate on it, you know, and I would let the answer kind of surface, so it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of so many things, but at the root of it, you know, and, and I think about my life, how, when I first came to New York 14 years ago and what my life was like then, oh, someone just rang my doorbell, what my life is like now, um, it's so incredibly different, but what I had to go through the common thread of all of that was that I got into a place of feeling like I was deserving, that I did not have to be perfect, that this plan did not have to work itself out perfectly in order for the feelings and the energy behind it all and what comes out of it to be good. Mm -hmm. So a lot of with manifestation, a lot of people that are trying to manifest, they have this addiction to perfectionism because they want to have this perfect life. And there's no such thing as a perfect life, but feeling like you deserve to have a life that you want by design and that you are worthy of having that is that is the magic because what it takes is you know i say this to people all the time you got to go into the basement you got to go into the basement and pull out those old boxes of all the crap that you know tells you you're not good enough that tells you you aren't worthy that old program that said things had to be this way. Like, for example, I'll give you a perfect example today mm -hmm. before I was preparing for this conversation with you, I've been very excited about this conversation. I got a little bit of food poisoning yesterday. Wasn't feeling good at all. I know. I don't know if I'll eat kale for a while, but not a great experience. So needless to say this morning, I woke up, 
I'm feeling so much better now, but I was not feeling a hundred percent like me, like Christina, that's a higher vibrational energy, Christina, my natural state, Christina, I was feeling like, Ooh, Ooh. and what brought up little things started to surface. I don't know if I'm good enough to do this. What if I don't know the right thing to say? What if I don't touch people's hearts? What if people think I'm a fraud? You know, like all those things surface. And I had to like have a conversation with myself and say, where is this coming from? Where is, what is the deeper thing that's happening here? Like, what do I need to look at? Mm -hmm. I think uh, a lot of people will do, uh, do relate and I can see hearts coming. So uh, definitely we, we, we relate to that, that self-doubt because um, I, I, I will share probably my side of, of how, how it feels as well, because uh, I was speaking on Sunday uh, and um, it went well, but I even have hard time saying it because mm -hmm. the doubt comes in. Oh my God, I didn't finish that thought. I didn't, I forgot to say this. And it's so easy to just get into that uh, wheel of, uh, of, of uh, finding the reason why, why you're not perfect. Uh, it's, it's perfectionist, but there's another, another force at play. And I would like you to maybe comment on that as well. Uh, as a perfectionist also, I have a very high expectation of the world. So sometimes you want to drop everything and start doing and start building your own happiness or building your own life, not because um, you want to be perfect, but because you don't trust anyone. It's like, I can't trust the universe. <laughs> I'll, I'll roll up my sleeves and I'll do the work. Yeah. So what, what do you do if you have such a strong self of control, uh, sorry, sense of control that you have to control? It has to be in my hands. I can't just relax and, and hope that it's going to fall on my lap. Um, do you have any recipe for, for control freaks? Uh, well, I think the first part of that would be to understand where that's coming from, that feeling of not trusting others, not trusting the universe, not trusting, just not trusting that things will work out to your standard. And I think oh, that in itself is a great lesson for you. The fact that you realize this about yourself, it's like, where does this um standard that it has to be perfect and that I can't trust that someone else will do it perfectly. And, you know, number one, I think it's having compassion and understanding that everybody is on their journey. So not everyone will be in that same place or meet that expectation that you have, which has been a hard lesson for me because I am the same way, Christina. I just feel like I'll just do it, you know, but I've had to learn, I can't do it all. It's too exhausting and it's too stressful for me. And I've gone through, yeah, it is, it's control issues. But again, that control issue comes back to the feeling of deserving and worthiness. I feel like, you know, if you felt that, or you, I'm saying you, but like if a person had this same kind of um, experience and feeling that they have to do it all. It's because they believe like, okay, these are just my opinions. Okay. Because I've dealt with it myself. I somewhere in myself believe that I wasn't lovable unless everything I touched was perfect. Like everything that was tied to my name was perfect. And that was, that was a really old program that I picked up a long time ago. You know, I was, I had a lot of adversity as a child and, you know, we had generations of trauma in our family and alcoholism and drug abuse. And people were in, um, you know, the, all the elders in our, the men in our family had a lot of issues because they fought in wars and they had PTSD and it wasn't identified. So there's this underlying program 
in multiple generations of just not feeling good enough, feeling fearful that we have to do it perfectly. It has to be perfect. Otherwise, something bad is going to happen. Who knows what it is, but something bad will happen. And honestly, if something is not perfect, something bad does not always happen, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and most of the time people don't even realize it's not perfect, you know, mm. just us. And that's a battle we're fighting inside. Mm. Uh, so I have a few questions that came in and I'm going to open and see what's what's there. Uh, and um, but I have a few questions for myself as well. So I hope we have time for everything. Uh, and uh, guys, I'd like to uh, make a little poll. <laughs> Can you uh, maybe uh, maybe estimate how do you think how good are you at manifesting? Um, let's say uh, your complete uh, dummy nothing works <laughs> you do or the, let's say the opposite uh, zero would be the opposite i whatever whatever i think of it doesn't happen actually you know it, russians have even the superstition that don't share your plans otherwise it won't happen so yeah. that would be the zero and 10 would be a real witch like a witch <laughs> whatever i think yesterday we had a situation uh, we have um, a, a girl in the team jeanette who is actually uh, curating and, and moderating our um our meditations and uh, she went uh, we were having dinner she got up to to pet, pet a dog and as she was so excited about to see the dog she broke her shoe so she comes back to the table and she says oh my god my shoe is broken she turns around and there's a super glue suddenly falling out of the window for no reason oh my god <laughs> so that's that's the witch level manifestation <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> So you can you can put zero to ten. Oh, there are eights coming in. I see, I see an eight, uh, an eight, a five, an eight, three, six. Cool. So I'll look at the you you keep you keep judging yourself. I mean, evaluating yourself. Don't don't judge yourself. <laughs> and I'll look at the questions. So there is a question. I'll just read them. I'm not sure if um, if if I'll ask you to answer that particular the first one. Uh, so Naomi is asking, and it's the most upvoted question, what if we are so blocked and stagnant that we can't even figure out life's purpose? It's a good question. Let's... It is a very good question. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to give you some of it's my... a question thoughts. from Naomi. Okay. Thank you for your question, Naomi. So I have been there. I know exactly what that feels like. I do believe that we all have a purpose, that we've... we've um, our soul has manifested itself in this human body for a purpose on purpose. And I think that often we have what the, the terminology I like to use is we have things that are stuck to us. I'm, I'm a visual artist. So I speak in very visual language, but I like to think of like, you know, when you go to the dentist and you have plaque stuck to your teeth and they like clean your teeth away, right? You're like that. So you have, things stuck to you that cloud your thinking, clouds um, your the lens that you look through life uh, or you look at life through. And so some of the things that I've worked out or tools that I've used to help me with that, number one, I would take, I take manifestation baths. I take this whenever I feel lost. All right, everyone, be sure to tune in next Monday for part two.